Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Uh, thank you for tuning in once again. As you know, I love you guys for all your support and for believing in me. It means the world to me. You know, you guys are my foot soldiers. You, you share these over and over again, and I can't believe where we're at. So I wouldn't be here without you guys, so thank you. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Uh, without you, I wouldn't be here either. Siegfried & Jensen, Wasatch Recovery, Thread Wallets, um, Mountain West, Spine and Orthopedics. You guys are, thank you for just, you know, again, believing in me as well. And then, um, again, it's not about me. I think that's one of the reasons why this is successful because I make it about the people that come on the show. And today is no different. Today we're joined by Marty Hawes. Marty, thank you for joining us today. Todd, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, if I would have known 30-something years ago <laughs> that you'd be sitting in my office <laughs> having this conversation. Um, you know, for those who don't know Marty, just a little background. And most, most people in Utah know Marty really well and nationally. But he, he went to Hillcrest High School. He's an all-state basketball player. He went to BYU. He was an amazing uh, basketball player there. He also did track there, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. Yep. One of the fastest guys I've ever seen on the court. <laughs> and you probably hear this a lot, and you're like, yeah, Todd, I've heard that. <laughs> but really, truly impressive stuff. Um, he's married to Tiffany Dilly, who I went to high school mm. with, and yep. I think the world of Tiffany. She says hello, yeah. I absolutely, hope so, yeah. yeah. She's, she's awesome. And a shout-out to Tiffany. You've got three amazing kids, Tyler, TJ, and Gabby, mm -hmm. um, who are all you know athletes as well. But more importantly, I think they're just good people. No, and and that's really what I want to talk a lot about today is you're just a good person. No, thank um, you, You served a mission in Florida. You're a man of faith. Um, you're about work ethic. You're about living by principles. Uh, you're about just trying to be a, the best dad you possibly can be. The research I've done on you, it wasn't just always basketball and stuff like that. It was more of just what's it like to be a good dad and a good husband. And I was, and I'm getting emotional as I'm saying this cause I was really touched by, you know, some things when you really start to do some research, you really start to kind of get to know someone outside of what maybe everyone, you know, kind of praises you for. So I'm just grateful that you're here to come no, share thank your story. You. That means a lot. And of course we're, we're all passionate about that. And, yeah. and I've said many times, Tiffany and I have said many times that, uh, you know, kids come the way they come and, and, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> w you know, we're, we're grateful there. We are proud of them. They are good kids. And, uh, yeah, yeah we're certainly, uh, blessed in, yeah. in that regard. That's true. You know, you never, you never know, right? I have yeah. four kids. You're like, man, I hope they no, turn yeah. out okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're yeah. always hoping and wishing. But why don't we start, uh, Marty? Tell us a little bit about your childhood, where you grew up. Yeah. So, I grew up here in Utah, in Midville, and uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I went to Hillcrest High School, yeah. and you know, that's where our paths crossed. But uh, I was, I'm one of seven children and, uh, I'm, I'm in the middle. So I'm, I'm fourth. Okay. I have three older and three younger. And so, you know, <laughs> probably have some of that middle child syndrome going Maybe, a little yeah. bit, uh, but yeah, uh, just 
great brothers and sisters, just kind of normal. My, my dad was in education, so okay. uh, we, we grew up and, you know, it seemed like we were always around school events and you know my dad was when i was young he was a principal and and then he moved into the school district later when i was in high school but uh you know my mom and dad it seemed like they were super supportive and and just willing to to be there wanted to give us everything they could and give us every opportunity to to kind of pursue our passions and and uh you know something that you know i've grown to really appreciate over time right as we get older uh, it's one of those things where you just go you know what it's amazing what what they did with seven kids and trying, <laughs> right. you know, and all the stuff that yeah. must, you know, and we, we could have slipped through the cracks and yeah. they, you know, and so it's as as you get older, it's something that you you really embrace and appreciate and learn to love and hopefully emulate a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, very well said, you know. So I mean. You know, from what I know of you and, you know, watching you play sports, you, you know, you're very confident in what you do. How were you as a kid? Were you this confident kid off the court and off the field? I mean, I know you're an athlete in all areas, but, you know, who? how were you off the field? Were you that confident kid or was it something you had to build into? And, you know, it's interesting. It's, you know, as I as I look back, and it's getting to be a while ago for us now, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but as, as I look back, uh, I think, sports for me gave me confidence it yeah. it was something that I, I remember being eight nine ten years old and and going to a a competition at, you know that was kind of like a decathlete where you d- did all these different events right. and and I came home with this big trophy and <laughs> you know you just and you just kind of you don't really know what you're doing but uh you you come away and you feel like okay I must be pretty good at this and 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 then you're just kind of looking for opportunities and it it you know you remember it it was different yeah. back then it wasn't yeah you wasn't specialized in a sport and it wasn't, you you know, you're, you're playing everything and and you're just going from one sport to the next. And it's, and really in a lot of ways, it's keeping you out of trouble. And in in a lot of ways, it's teaching you good life lessons, learning how to work hard and be a good teammate and be on time and all the things that kind of can carry over into other parts of, you know, your life. And so that was, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I was this overly confident kid off the court, but it, you know, sports for me was something that uh, gave me an outlet and gave me a purpose and, and gave me hope, right. you know, as, as we were kind of going forward. And, and then, you know, you get into high school. And I remember, you know, you mentioned that running track in, yeah. in college, I remember uh, walking into my high school uh, basketball coach's office and the track coach happened to be in there and I was a junior and in high school and yeah. he said there's my state champion 100 meter dash guy and we all had a good laugh <laughs> you're going what <laughs> but but then he you know talked me into coming out and running track yeah. and and lo and behold I ended up winning the 100 meter dash <laughs> right. in, yeah. in that year and 
I, you know, I've never forgotten that, you know, and I think it's a good lesson for all of us to learn that, man, don't be afraid to plant a seed with some, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't look at myself as track fast. I, I just, you know, I, that was just somebody that had planted that into me and saw something in me and, and all of a sudden I go out and do it and, and you just, and and I've always been grateful to that coach for that, you know, that luckily our paths crossed at that point. And, and, uh, and that was the beginning of something else in my life that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's beautifully said as well. You know, it's amazing what we say to someone, the impact it can have on someone, right? right? Words are yeah. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how he said it. He didn't say, well, maybe maybe you might win state or who knows. He's like, no, there's my state champion. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, like you said, it almost manifested that way because he planted that. Yeah. I, I'm a huge believer in that. Yeah. I really am. You know, from what I know of you, you're a hard worker. You've got this, you've got a really strong work ethic. Did, is that something your father instilled in you and your mother when you were younger? Or is, I mean, were we expected to work hard, that kind of thing? I think so. I think it's one of those where, you know, looking back, you're going to have to, if you want it, if you're one of seven with limited <laughs> resources, right. you're going to have to earn it, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, so, totally. yeah, get out there and show me how bad you want this because yeah. we got lots of things pulling us in many different directions. And yeah. so I, I think, you know, that looking back on it, that was probably something that kind of helped mold, you know, a work ethic in, into me. And, you know, um, and that, that probably carried over into different areas. And that, that's something that Tiff and I have really tried hard with, with our kids and, you know, kind of said, look, if you're passionate about it, we're passionate about it and whatever that is. And, and it's been fun, uh, for us to, to be able to, follow that progress and feel like it's uh something that we're all in it together and yeah. doesn't mean that it's perfect but it, it's been it's been something it's been a great blessing and it's been something that we've learned to love and really appreciate yeah. and given us so many good memories and yeah yeah so you know and i think that sports uh you know playing sports like you're saying is it's so good it teaches you confidence it teaches you that work ethic it teaches you to be on time. Overall, it's teaching you just discipline in, right. in general. I think that's the beauty of playing a sport or or playing an instrument or you know whatever it may be for you. But I think that's why getting involved in those things is so important because look how it's you know morphed into what you're doing now and how you even raised your all your kids and all that kind of thing. Yeah, you look at it and really what we're all trying to do is just find something that we're passionate about. And usually mm-hmm. our passion will take us in a direction that is something good, right? Yeah. And and we've tried to kind of teach our kids that, you know, it, for my older boys, they, mm-hmm. they it, it's one of those things where you're, you're saying, let's, let's use basketball in this case uh instead of letting basketball use us and Mm. so many times i I think uh you know you're you're growing up and you're trying to to figure out and and i'm in the aau basketball world up Mm -hmm. to my eyeballs in it and (laughs) and it's one of those where you know there's there's lots of kids that you kind of feel bad for they they 
jump around from club to club and yeah. parents are behind it pushing and yeah and you know and this game this game and any game anything like you mentioned music uh, whatever your passion is it will eat you up and spit you out if you're yeah. not careful yeah, right? right and and so if you can kind of turn the tables on it a little bit and say no we're going to use that as the vehicle for the good things that life has to offer mm. and you know and so that. that's what we that was kind of what was behind our efforts is no, you're going to use basketball or volleyball to to as a vehicle to earn a scholarship, yeah. possibly, and yeah. make a living, possibly, and yeah. you know who you who knows beyond that. But right. uh, really, that's that to me is 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 a key, and I, I think for your listeners, you know, and may or may not be sports fans or or have you know the the basketball player but it whatever you're passionate in it's turning around and saying let's use this instead of the other way around i think yeah. can be a good lesson well i love that yeah having a purpose and some passion behind something means everything doesn't it yeah it, and i th i work with a lot of clients who are like i don't even know what my purpose is mm. so there's no passion yeah. right and um and i think that's another thing sports can allow you to find something that hey, you can have some passion, something you're looking forward to. And I think a lot of times when someone doesn't have that, you know, they struggle. Well, and so many times you you get into a situation where you are passionate about it. And I see this all the time where it's like, we're just gunning for this. You have this vision of what it's going to be like in high school and beyond. Yeah. And really... I say it all the time to parents, enjoy this moment in seventh grade because it may never get any better than this right here. Wow. And yeah. you know what, if we can, if we can do that uh, and, and just kind of enjoy that and not live, because that's where I think you lose some of this is you, you envision this up here and it may not, it probably won't happen. Yeah. Right? right. And, and so we have to kind of use the the lessons that that are the most important thing yeah. and and we talk about it sometimes the way we talk about it is it's a big sports bus and everybody gets on it and at some point you're asked to get off yeah right and sometimes yeah. that's in the seventh grade and sometimes it's in the 10th grade and sometimes it's it's later but you're no matter where you are asked to get off the bus uh you know, sometimes that can be a benefit to you to be asked to get off the bus in seventh grade because now you get to really find what you're good at and yeah. what you're passionate about and right. get onto that where, you know, you see people trying to hang on and try to <laughs> yeah. do some things right. and that yeah. really uh, keep you from getting to that next thing. Yeah. I love how you said that. You know, thinking about my own life, I mean, I had this vision, I was gonna play in college, I was gonna play in the pros. Yeah. I mean, that was my dream, right? And it, it became my identity. And then when that was taken away because of some choices I was making in my life, it was one of those things. And I really wasn't, in, in a sense, enjoying the journey like you're saying. I wasn't like, hey, embrace what you've got this moment because like you said, it could be gone tomorrow. And, you know, speaking from my, you know, to the listeners who are parents out there that might have kids in sports, I'll tell you, if you if you can help them with what Marty just said is embrace the moment, love the moment, and, and, and focus on that. And, 
you never know what will happen. Yes, work hard and have goals, but at the same time, if if your identity's stuck in that and it goes away, then you're lost. Well, right? exactly. I, I agree with all of that and, and help them realize at the same time that they're, whether they're the star on the team or whether they have mm-hmm. a limited role, that look at what you're learning. Look yeah. at look at all the things mm-hmm. that are going to, you know, carry over into all the other areas Absolutely. of your life. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. You know, I have to say, <laughs> and I know I've said this to you a couple of times, but I want my listeners to hear this. <laughs> so when I was a freshman at Brighton High School, Marty was a senior at Hillcrest High School. And, you know, we all knew about Marty because, you know, he was all state and uh, just this phenom. And he, Hillcrest was coming to play Brighton at Brighton. And uh, I mean, the place was packed. This is back when they would just sell out these places, right? It was like you had all of the Hillcrest student body, all the bright. It was nuts. Anyway, I remember, you know, I was a freshman, so I didn't, I didn't play varsity as a freshman, but I was, I, I had to hold the clipboard, <laughs> and I sat and watched you. I'm not kidding you. This is no lie, no exaggeration. For 15, 20 minutes, I just watched you in warmups. You did not miss a shot. I mean, and you were just doing layups. And I'm going, this guy's unreal. And um, anyway, and then watching you in the game and how fast you were and stuff, I was just at awe. And I remember thinking, man, I want to be like that. And mm. now, I was never as fast as you. <laughs> but I, but again, it was just one of those like, man, you could tell this guy works hard and he loves what he's doing. And anyway, that was one of my very first experiences of, of my encounter with Marty. Well, no, thank you for that. And boy, did we ever have some battles uh, yeah. with with your school and yeah. uh, you know over the years. What a fun rivalry and what a you yeah. know, amazing. Remember the battle of the axe? Oh yeah, no, we had those some wrestling amazing... matches. Oh, like yeah. they would be no. sold out. Yep, sold out. Yeah, that, that was some of the funnest things I've ever times. been to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so um, let's talk about outside of you know you you played sports and this and that. I, I know your faith means a lot to you and your family. Is that something that you grew up in as well? Does that would, you know, having a, you know, a, a belief in a, in a higher power in God and that kind of thing, was that important to you even as a younger kid or, you know, with your family? Yeah, I, I, I go back to uh, my parents. Uh, they were people of faith and, and that was certainly something that they instilled in all of us. And, mm-hmm. And um, that was something that uh, continues to be important in our families' lives. And, you know, this world is, I mean, it's getting big and complicated and lots of stuff, right? Yeah, and so right. that creeps into everyone's lives one way or another. And uh, But it was something that I always felt was important to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I went to college, you know, felt like I was going to serve a mission I didn't know exactly when and it, and I got down there and you know it, it's it, it's a real slap in the face when you get down there and you see man these guys are really good players right and yeah. it's like where do I fall in all of this and it's like well <laughs> right. maybe yeah. I'll go on my mission now and and come back right. and you know and so it, that that seemed to be work out well for me but you know with with my kids my boys in particular um you know it was, it was something that uh we we tried to teach yeah. uh, from an early age and 
and then I'll tell you, it, 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 it's, it is interesting. Uh, my oldest son, Tyler, he goes down to BYU and he's in the middle of this great freshman season. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much chatter. You know, that was back when Jimmer was playing and they had all these good players. Yeah. And it's like, what would this team be like? You know, they made it to the second round of the NCAA tournament. What yeah. will it be like next year? Mm -hmm. You know, we could make a deeper run. And, you know, and, and Tyler said, timeout, I'm, I'm taking off and going on my mission. Wow. And, and then, and then he gets called to the Philippines and, <laughs> and you just yeah. kind of go, okay, you know, for, for me as a dad, a selfish dad in the moment, you yeah. kind of go, okay, how do I feel about this? <laughs> right. right. I yeah. mean, you hear all these stories yeah, and people, right. yeah. they come home 50 <laughs> pounds lighter and you just kind of go, okay, how do we feel about this? Yeah, you know, and right. <laughs> you know, and you know, and you, it really tests your faith and, and sure. that's part of it for all of us. Right. Yeah. You know, there's, there's crossroads and things that come at us in life where, where you just kind of, have to trust and say, okay, we trust. And, yeah. and hopefully, you know, and we all go through things like that. And those, that's one of the things for me as a dad that, that I went through and yeah, you just sure. kind of turn it over. <laughs> right. And you just say, okay, yeah. um, this is, this is what we believe. And yeah. uh, let's, let's do it. Well, I love what you said. Tyler was like, no, I'm going like he, it sounds like he was like, no, I'm going. Like that was sounds like that. Is well, it, it's I've... yeah, no, it, it, that and that's something that you know. Credit Tyler, you know, he he, you know, he always wanted to go and and felt like that was important. And you know, his his mission was a big blessing in his life. Sure. And, and I've heard people ask him, you know, when he got back many times about it, and and hey, well, what could have happened over here if you didn't go? And it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. You know, it was a great experience for me and it was, that was the time for me. And, time to go, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and then for, you know, kind of set the example for the rest of the family to say, yeah. this is what we do. This is what we do. Right. Yeah. And uh, TJ had no problem, you know, uh, and, he did get called to the south of France, so that was a little different than little the bit, yeah. Philippines, yeah, right? Totally. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. no, that's awesome. You know, um, and, and it worked out well for Tyler. He's the all-time leading scorer at BYU. I mean, yeah, what is how does that feel? No, you that's hear that? yeah, that, you know, <laughs> both of them, right? I mean, T yeah. Tyler's oh. the the all-time leading scorer, and TJ's number two in assists it, and number seven right, in scoring, right? I, I mean, right it, there, it's, yeah. Uh, it's one of those things that, uh, as a it's dad, it, it's just provided so many great memories and so many, you know, we've been all over and, and been able to, to kind of watch them play and, and kind of, you yeah. know, fulfill their dreams. And yeah. they, they've uh, both gone on to play professionally and, yes. and, you know, and it, it doesn't mean that it's perfect. Right. I right, mean, and, sure. and that's kind of the, the, yeah. the, one of the underlying things about your podcast is, yeah. is it's like from the outside, it might look like, wow, that's, you know, perfect. And it, you know, it isn't. And yeah. it's, sure. there's lots of stuff that comes with all of it. And, and we're parents trying still trying to figure it out. And I think uh, even as we get older, it, it's one of those things that 
you just, you know, every day's a battle and you're just trying to stay in it. And today's another day and you get up swinging and, and yeah. let's, let's do battle. And you hopefully, uh, you learn important lessons that can help you through all of it. For sure. Know? No, thanks for saying that. And, and your daughter, Gabby plays volleyball, yeah. right? No, yeah, yeah. we got to so, give her a so shout Gabby, out here. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, so Gabby, um, she's, she's a volleyball player. She, she played uh, in high school, and their their high school team just had so much uh, team success. And she's gone on to play uh, up at Northwest Nazarene University, uh, oh, right division, a Division two school uh-huh. uh, up in Idaho. Oh, and, great. You know, it's one of those things yeah. where she loves volleyball, and she loves what it's done for her. Again, tra- trying to say, let's use volleyball instead of the other way around. And she's yeah. a junior in college, and Very cool. and uh, just plugging away in school. And you know that that school is half the size of her high school, and so she <laughs> right. she goes to class, and you know there's ten or fifteen kids in her class, and and she's just. She's learning, and she's kind of found her way, and uh, you know, super proud of of her, and and uh, just you know, love that the path that she's taking. So yeah, no, thanks. Uh, shout out to her again. You got amazing kids, amazing family. Uh, I really do admire how you guys just carry yourself overall. I mean, it hasn't outside of even the sports thing. It's just the way you guys carry yourself. No, thank you. Um, I really mean that. Um, speaking of that. You know, I know that, you know, as you're training kids, you know, in sports and things like that, you guys had morning routines and things like that. Outside of maybe just the sports things, do, do you have like a morning routine, Marty, that you kind of follow? And, mm. and you know, would you mind sharing that with us yeah, if you do? And just because I'm a big believer in a morning routine and how that is a big key to success in anything, whether it's sports or with your faith or with your job or with your marriage. Yeah. What do you What do you think of that? I'd just love to hear your thoughts. On yeah. That. Well, let me let me say that with my kids, first of all, uh, before I get to that, with with my kids, the, our rule always was, you know, I'll do whatever you guys want in the morning, as long as you get me up, right? And yeah. And so <laughs> for me. You know, I didn't. I didn't want to. You know, be the the one that was always having to push. And, right. And yeah. then you learn a lot, right? Because you know, one thing is, all of your listeners know that you, you can't really make them. You know, you just sometimes it's frustrating that uh, if if they don't want to do it or they yeah. don't want right. to be there, uh, it ends up being less than. But. Uh, you know, and that's goes back to kind of finding something that they're passionate about for, for me. And I guess for us, as we get a little bit older, you know, routines over the years change a little bit, you know, and you, you're, you're just kind of find yourself, okay, what, what motivates, what helps me, what makes my day go better. And, and so for, for me right now, I'm, I'm kind of in this mode where I, I do my five at five. I, I, I get up and, do my five miles, uh, at five in the morning. Nice. And I, I, you know, it is my time and, uh, I love it. it. It's one of those things. And, and right now we're in the middle of winter and right now, you know, it, and the thing about Utah though, it, the cold, it's one of those where if you, you know, as long as you, you bundle up, yeah. you're fine. You're, it's not, you're not cold. And yeah. so, and there's nobody out and that's a that's a nice peaceful yeah. it's dark and it's peaceful yeah. and it's and i can just gather my thoughts and and kind of prepare uh for yeah. my morning and day and you know and 
you know, it gives you some think time of how to solve, how to help, how to, how yeah. to try and help things that are going on in your own life, your family's life and, and gives you a little, and that's, that's been a really important time for me to kind of set the table for my day. Yeah. So, no, I love that five at five. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, uh, I think so in, in my recovery, you know, overcoming addictions and things like that, my mentor years ago said, you have to have a morning routine if you want to be successful mm. over your addiction. And I, you know, I logically, mm. I'm kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. And I'll tell you, it's been the single greatest, thing. I call it my morning meds. Uh, I'm taking my medication. Here I go. I got my morning routine that I do. You know, and you may have heard this before, but if you win the first hour of the day, yep. you win the day. Yeah. If you lose the first hour of the day, you spend the rest of the day looking for it. Yeah. And I've noticed that in my life. And so, and I just know that I think that's part of the success of your, your, your kids in sports, but you as a father and, and as a husband is I know, you know, routines like that, you know, mean a lot to you guys. Yeah, it, it, it really does. And I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy uh, on it said, when you, when that alarm goes off, nobody wants to get up. Nobody, you know, every, <laughs> this know, bed right? feels really comfortable yeah. and <laughs> And then it's like, and then he said it best. He said, and then my mind tells me, no, this is what we do. And, and that resonates with me, right? Yeah, it's totally. like, this is what we do. What and, we do. and you fight yeah. and you battle and, and it never gets easier and it never, you know, yeah. it, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's fun, but yeah. it is satisfying. Like you say, that first hour you win it and you feel better and, oh, and yeah. right. And, uh, yeah. on the days that you don't. Uh, it's like, man, okay. Yeah. You're dragging, dragging you know? a little bit yeah. here. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I want to ask you about, um, belief systems. Cause you know, I call this a belief cast and cause I'm a huge, I'm passionate about beliefs, meaning our beliefs dictate the way we behave. Right. So if I believe, and my listeners know this, so they're, you know, I'm repeating this a lot, but it, like, if I, I used to have this belief, I wasn't smart. And, and then my behavior mirrored it. I would do poorly in school. I got bad grades and, you know, and that kind of thing. And I took lower, you know, resource classes. I did horrible on tests. And it, not, it wasn't that I wasn't smart. It was that I had the belief that I wasn't. Mm -hmm. The belief wasn't correct. And, you know, again, you, you come across as very confident, strong, you know, man of faith, that kind of thing. Was there any beliefs in your childhood that you struggled with that maybe, you know, it's not something you always share with people, but was there a belief, if you could think back in your life even, that was like, man, I really struggled with this belief about me, and uh, and how were you able to overcome it if you did? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I think I, I saw, I feel like I, I grew up in an area where it was a pretty rough area, you know. Yeah. It, it wasn't, it, it's an area where I, I take my, I take my, you know, I remember taking Gabby, um, you know, and showing her where I grew up and, and, you know, I think she was a, she was a little bit taken back, <laughs> maybe a little bit scared and a little bit, you yeah. know, and it's, it's one of those. And really growing up, we only had one rule. We had to ride our bike to the baseball park, which, you know, yeah. is a 10 minute bike ride. And the only rule was you don't stop, right? You, you, keep going. Yeah, you yeah. don't stop for anything. Yeah. And, uh, cause there's trouble if, if you do stop and, yeah. you know, 
And I don't know if this answers your question, but I remember just kind of being a kid and, you know, and just kind of living in fear a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, man, there's trouble around every corner and feeling like you're looking over your shoulder and, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) and, and maybe that's, you know, looking back, maybe that's one of the things that just kind of helped you keep going, popping, doing things instead of, you know, and, um, you know, but in high school, you know, it was, it was one of those things where I made sure I was friends with every group of, you know, kids in in high school and, and that, that learned to, that served me well, but, uh, boy, yeah, that carries over. If, if, if you have a little bit of trepidation, a little fear, Mm -hmm. a little, you know, that can impact lots of things right for, for sure. kids i mean yeah. y- y- you don't maybe you don't know why somebody's not doing well in school and it, it might be a fear of something else that it's like i don't care because you know you just kind of let down i'm not dealing with this over here and right. it affects maybe some other areas you for know sure, but yeah. i remember that being something real for me for yeah for many several years for right? sure yeah, I was. I started to kind of laugh a little bit. I remember the rumbles at uh, Belgium Waffle. <laughs> hey, those are real too, and they right? They were real. No, and I remember being at one of those. You know, like a spectator. I was not a fighter by any means, but you know, I was just going, man, this is really happening. They're ready scary. to. Yeah, yeah, no. it was scary. They're ready to inflict <laughs> some pain, man. Do some damage, right? I know. It's so funny how we were such big rivals, you know, and. Now I'm friends with all everyone from the sure. Hill, and well, it's just funny. When I when yeah. I grew up, I I went to Brighton High School's team camp. You guys used to go to College of Eastern yes. Utah, oh, and yeah. and yeah. Coach Reed let me go with oh, your team because we didn't. Our team didn't do anything like that. Oh, I didn't and know that. Let me go, and that's I got cool. to be buddies with, with all, all the guys, them. and oh, that's cool. Uh, and <laughs> so you know that was before there were camps on every corner. Yeah, and and right. so. That was a big deal for me and a big deal that, you know, the guys let me come and, yeah. you know, treated me like an equal. And so yeah. that was that was kind of fun, too. So yeah, I love that. So I have a question for you. Yeah. And it's kind of a ref- self-reflecting kind of a deeper question is. What does it mean to be a dad? <laughs> yeah, what a great what a. What what a great question. Um, I I think you might answer that differently when you're in your twenties and thirties and forties right. and now fifties, right? Yeah. Because uh, you know we're we're learning some lessons too, and mm-hmm. you know, and my so my dad passed away uh, three years ago, yeah. and there's not a day that that I don't either talk to him or think about him sure. or you know kind of hear his voice in my head of of what he would say to me in certain situations and that that has meant more to me over the years not less and right. you know what a wise man he was and mm-hmm. so for me as a dad you know I I want I want my kids to know that you know their dad is an anchor for them and is somebody that they can count on 
Right. Um, somebody that as their right. life ebbs and flows, which everyone's does, um, that I'm here and I want to be consistent. I want to, I, I want them to know that, you know what, uh, we all go through things in life and that, but your dad's always here for you and, you know, and there for you that we can work through things to hopefully together and hopefully, uh, you know, that we're, there's not a finish line. So we, we just have to know that, you know, as, as life throws things at us and yeah. it always does that, uh, hopefully they can look at their dad as an anchor and somebody that, uh, can, you know, give them a little bit of wisdom like my dad did for me. Yeah. Wow. Very well said. Thank you for, I know that was a tough, you know, no, a deeper question, not yeah. a tough question, but a, a deeper question because I think, you know, you, I, I don't know, and I don't want to put words in your own mouth, but I, I would imagine sometimes, you know, everyone views you as the athlete and the even still probably. And But I think, like I said well, in the beginning, I, you know, you're, that's something you did. It's not who you are. And, you know, being this anchor, as you say, as this father figure and, you know, an anchor as a husband as well and, and, and a man of faith who we keep talking about, uh, I think – when it comes down to it, that's, that's the, probably the foundation I would imagine of your life. Yeah. It, I, I think for all of us, we, we need certain things that kind of guide us, right? You need that mm -hmm. North star. Uh, um, mm -hmm. and you look at it and it's, it's almost unfair for these kids coming up and you know, there's so many bright, shiny objects that you can just <laughs> right. get caught, you know, for chasing sure. yeah. and, and, you know, for me and for us, you know, we, we've tried to just say there's a North Star there and and let that be our values and, and kind of uh, aim for that and shoot for that. And, you know, hopefully our actions will, you know, most of the time fall in line with that. But um, it, this is rough, man. It's rough out there for yeah. for these kids and yeah. and. Uh, not easy stuff that we're all having to, you know, deal with. And, and I see it, you know, all the time. And these kids, uh, man, our hats off to them because yeah. they got some stuff coming at them that is, uh, unbelievable, you know, sure. and, uh, <laughs> it's not going to probably get any easier either. Yeah, right? I know. I know. <laughs> it seems to go Again, probably another good reason to get involved in sports, just to even no, if just to keep okay. you busy, right? Well, and, and whatever it is, right? Or whatever. Who cares what it is? Yeah. Just find something that it's yeah. like, no, we're going for it, and yeah. and it, it, you know, it keeps you out of the other stuff, any of it, you know, yeah. and just and that takes a real commitment on parents' part, right? For sure. Um, and yeah. you know, it's it, you know, sometimes parents are. Yeah, maybe it's too much and too many things, but yeah. you know, and then you could argue, can that can that really be? Um, yeah, because kids really need to be, you know, pushed and and keep their attention going in something positive for sure. Uh, because yeah. there's lots of distractions, you know. I, know, I love that. Um, what What do you love most about you? <laughs> 
You're going to love this question. <laughs> what, do I, what do I, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that is an interesting question, isn't it? What do I yeah. love most about me? Um, I, you know, this is where we'll hope Tiffany is listening <laughs> that, that, that I am always right. And that I know uh-huh. so much and you know, that, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it, <laughs> It's, uh, you know, I, I guess, I guess if, what do I love most about me is, you know, I think what I can say is, and hopefully my kids would agree with this, is that, you know, sometimes it's hard, but, and sometimes it's humbling, but let's you know, I'm somebody that you can keep it real with. And, and, and maybe that's, maybe that's what I like most is Mm -hmm. I know my kids feel like they have an open line to say, no, dad, that, that isn't right. And you don't (laughs) know. And, and they have, they have Mm -hmm. the green light to go at me. Uh, and, and that leads to lots of fun and interesting conversations, but you know, I think it is healthier to to yeah. be able to have that instead of a dictatorship or somebody that authoritarian where it's like you know what I'm right and uh, you know I'll go down believing that I'm right and you know <laughs> and and maybe that's maybe that's something that um kind of leads to you know a little healthier uh relationships in my life. Yeah. Very well said. I know it's a no, kind it's of a, a good out question. of the park. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a good. Um, you know, you're you're a host of your own podcast with Mike Smith, and I think is it, is Maddie still involved? Yeah, too? Maddie, Maddie Rasmussen. Still, yep, she just um, had a baby, so yeah. shout out to Maddie. And it's called Blood, Sweat, and Sports Parenting, and uh, you can check that out at uh, sportsparentingpodcast.com. Um, and this is an awesome podcast where you feature some really amazing people, you know, celebrities, but then you also do segments on you know, other things as well, you know, about this whole subject. And I think it's really, it's a very unique uh, podcast because I don't think anyone's doing something like that. And so tell us a little bit about that and, you know, how, why you decided to do this. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, You know, so probably, I don't know, it's probably getting to be five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, you know, when when my kids were going through all their stuff, people would come and ask me, you know, thinking there's a magic bullet, a silver bullet, uh, something. It's like, tell me, tell me how you do it. And really, and hopefully that's coming across in this uh, interview that, you know, our conversation that, you know, there isn't a silver bullet. And no matter what we're all doing, it's just work, right? Yeah. Every day, it's just kind of being consistent. And, 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 you know, and back to what I said earlier, you're trying to use sports to as a vehicle to something better. Yeah. And, and I see it all the time, you know, as an AAU basketball coach, I, I don't, I don't want basketball to to be something because for 99 point whatever percent of players that envision playing in the nba and being that guy yeah that's not going to happen right Right. and that's the reality and so you're you're really trying to say okay back to the bus analogy 
when are you getting off the bus and what does that look like for you? And my vision for the podcast was always, I, I don't want to come onto the podcast with all the answers. I want to come and I want to look at people and say, how did you do it? Tell me about your parents. Cause you know, Mike, Mike Smith, I mean, everybody we talk to there, there hasn't been anybody that hasn't been willing to, it's like, yeah, we'll definitely come on and we'll share our story. And, and really what I'm interested in, you know, cause, cause Mike, he's in the NBA scene and he's like, we can get any of these guys. And I'm like, I want their dad. I want their mom. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't want them. I, I'm happier if I get their dad. Right. And and let's get behind the scenes. Let's get a peek behind the curtain and say, what does this look like? What, tell Mm. us about, yeah. How did you do it? And what you find out is everybody has a different path. I picture a big tree and you're trying to, or a big mountain, yeah. you know, and there's just all these trails weaving and, and yeah. to get to the top of the mountain. And that's what it is in that world, right? Yeah, right. Everybody has a different path and everybody knows their kid better than what a coach sure. or somebody else might know. Right. And we want to know your story and tell us what you did. Tell us, you know, how was your son or daughter growing up and, you know, and how did that become so special? Right. And, and so not coming to it with the answers, just tell us your story. Right. And, and let's, let's hear that story. And it's been really fascinating. You know, um, your listeners may know Tony Fee now, but Oh, yeah. you know, they come to America. They don't know. They don't know anything right. about golf. Yeah, nothing. Right. And yeah. and his dad said, "Look, we we came here. He didn't know anything about golf. He's like, I I went and sat in the parking lot of a golf course and watched people drive up and get their clubs out and go in and and he talks about how he could afford one bucket of balls a week for their boys and." And how in his home garage he put up a mattress that they could hit balls into, and yeah. and yeah. you know, and and then we had the conversation of how that would be different if his boys had social media. They didn't know. They didn't know the bar out there. They didn't oh. know anybody was doing it any different. They didn't know, right? Yeah. And wow. What a cool, what a cool right. story for yeah. other parents to hear, or yeah. you know, or Jim Nance comes on and and says, you know what? My mom and dad believe that I could, you know, be the guy uh, talking about the Masters, be on the the MC for the for the Masters. Yeah. Um. And they they instilled in me a belief that that I would be able to do that. And you know, wow. and that's that's amazing. You know, and he talks about some just some incredible stuff that you just and everybody has this path and i think that's our job as parents is to be open enough that we say maybe it maybe it isn't to be the guy maybe it's the guy to be announcing the guy and maybe it's you know and and really let's be open to all of it and be good listeners and good observers and just say where where could this go and how cool would this be and yeah. and be passionate about it. But so that was kind of all always my vision uh, with it. And my kids, I told my kids about it, and 
they pushed me. They bought me the equipment. They're like, you, you got to do this. <laughs> like, and, you got to do it now. You know, and we got so, you the equipment. Yeah, I approached Mike and Maddie and yeah. just said, what, what do you guys think about this? And and you know, Mike is Mike spent twenty plus years with the L.A. Clippers, and now he does a great yeah. job with the Jazz. And yeah, he's excellent. Yeah, I, he's and, he's really good at what he's doing. Yeah, and. You know, and, and they're passionate about it. Um, Maddie yeah. just had her first baby, and oh, that's so awesome. she's you know, and just all these different perspectives of where we are in life, and and uh, and we think it's a great name, blood, sweat, and sports parenting. What could be more apropos than that, right? I, I mean, that. it's that's yeah, uh, I think it's great. Yeah, I think and I love the approach too, and I and I love what you just said there, and I, I think you just described that's what life is that's how it is we're all taking this different path and and it goes back to what you said even earlier marty about that's why it's so important let's enjoy the moment while we have it you know because when are we getting off the bus whether it's the bus of sports or the bus of life well and right yes and you know we're just getting ready to start our season two and and, and we're you know I know your reputation for being consistent every week and, and good job for that. Cause Thanks. you know, we understand, uh, this is a beast that just keeps coming at you and yeah. it, you're, there's not a shortage of stories. You're just being pulled in lots of different directions and it has to be a priority. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're, we're learning, uh, some of those things. So, sure. Yeah. No. Well, it's it's an amazing uh, platform that you're doing there, and I, I love the approach. No, thank and you. If I if I can, let, let me. I I I was gonna say something with that, and yeah, please. I, I I think it's one of those that um, as as we look at uh, podcasts and in that vein, season two for me will be getting you know, somebody that is the CEO of a company or somebody that is mm -hmm. really good at something outside of sports. Yeah. That's somebody that got off the bus in the seventh grade. Yeah. Right. And what role did youth athletics play that helped you learn the lessons right. that helped you get to be what you're really good Absolutely. at? Right. And, yeah. and that, that to me is as fascinating and as interesting and as helpful to parents as somebody that's the star player on their high school team or college team, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And and I love that. and uh, you know, and us as parents being okay with all of it, you know. Yeah. No, thanks for saying that. I I love that, and I'm excited to see where that goes. And man, I yeah, there's so many things we could keep talking about. I I think I want. I'm going to ask you if there's someone listening to you right now, Marty, who is struggling. They're in a dark place. And I've had a lot of people who listen to this who are in that space and they're just stuck. And it could be a, many things. What would you tell that one person? You've already shared some amazing things with us. But what could you say to that person right now who's in a dark place? What would you tell them? Well, I I would tell them you're not alone, first of all. Um, all of us find ourselves there at some point in our life and I, I would say that you make up the mind your mind when on your days because there's there's lots of people listening that are having great days and feeling like hey life's pretty good in those days no make up your mind that when tough times come 
you you say that in your mind it's like this is what we do right this is what we do and 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 we're fighters we don't give up we and whatever that means whatever i have to do to put one foot in front of the other and i'm certainly not welcoming any more trials in my life right but it's it's one (laughs) of those things that you know if we can say this is what we do this is who we are and you know it sometimes it gives us courage sometimes it helps us lean on our faith sometimes it gives us strength sometimes it helps us give strength to others and it's what we do we fight and uh we just compete every day and whatever that means for you know somebody that's out there that's in a dark place today we all you know you're going to come out of yours and somebody else is going to go in theirs and you know and this is what we do we fight man drop the mic right there (laughs) i mean that's beautifully said that's what we do man i love that thank you for sharing that powerful uh advice right there and thanks for being on the show marty loved the world to me no loved it thank you for having me it felt like five minutes we've been on almost an hour so um if if people want to reach out to you, Marty, and they, if they want to, you know, subscribe and download your podcast and be a part of that, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I, we're, our podcast is, you know, everywhere that you would listen to any podcasts. And so you'd be able to find it just by searching Blood, Sweat, and Sports Parenting. Okay. Uh, you can go to the website, sportsparentingpodcast.com. and. Okay and uh be able to follow uh and we're trying to grow it out and sure and you know have sports psychologists and you know people that care and go go behind the scenes and you know and kind of reach a broader you know for people that are you know it's like oh we have a unique situation over here and you know and that's part of it for me now is is just being able to be in a situation where it's it you you take it down to an individual situation and if you can play a role in helping figure it out that's yeah i i find joy in that you yeah. know and that's uh that's that's a lot of fun so. yeah well thank you and again thanks for being on and i challenge anyone listening to this right now to to go subscribe to his podcast um, also share this episode with everyone you know, especially those that may be struggling because there was so many words of wisdoms and principles that Marty talked about that could help you in all areas of your life and uh, share it with them. And, uh, you know, you guys always do so. But thank you for always, you know, uh, supporting this uh, amazing thing that we're doing here. Everyone has a story. Marty has a story. And I'm just we're all blessed to hear it today. And so. I'm um, just pinch myself that I'm sitting here with Marty Haas in my office. <laughs> I, if I would, you know, back when I was that freshman watching you hit every shot, I'm like if I would have known one day you're well, actually going to be interviewing. I wish I office. was making as many as you thought I was making. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. I love you guys so much. Um, a shout out to Marty's family, Tiffany and and TJ and Tyler and Maddie, um, Gabby, excuse me, Gabby, and. Uh, you're just, I think you're a great example in and out of sports, 
on and off the field or court or whatever, you you're, you guys just carry yourself so well. And uh, I, I learn a lot from you, even from a distance. And no. so, Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. I, that means a lot to me. I've uh, I certainly enjoyed being here and reconnecting. So. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I was going to say go Bengals, but <laughs> that probably, I don't want to have another You can, rumble. it doesn't, yeah. Go that, Bengals, go Huskies. <laughs> yep, go Huskies. Anyway, love you guys. And uh, again, thanks for tuning in and believing in me. Take care. Thank you.